You're listening to Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership with Clinton Wilkins and myself, Todd Vino. All right, so here's a question for you. Uh, somebody gets, uh, they've, they've had a mortgage with Scotia Bank or one of the big banks forever, let's mm-hmm. say 10, 15 years. And they may not even know when their mortgage is renewing. I would think that in some cases they don't even know it. I think sometimes people are surprised when they get the renewal package in the mail from the bank. And I think in some cases they never even hear from the branch and they just get the renewal package right. and they're like, oh, I thought my renewal was next year. I don't know. Right. So if you do nothing with that, the bank will automatically renew it at the rate in which they sent you the the, the mail. They will automatically renew you either into a six or 12 month open or closed term, depending on what the lender is. And typically those are very, very, very high, very high rates. And that's it. So it won't be a five year renewal. Typically they will renew you either into a six month or a 12 month open or closed. Some lenders are gracious enough to put you into an open yeah. That will give you lots of time. Yeah. But the rate on an open right now are anywhere like 7 to 9%. Wow. So is it uh, reliant or is it incumbent upon them, though, to let you know in some way other than just that mail? I think they legally need to let you know via the mail. Yeah. But often, you know, they will call you or email you. The problem is that sometimes you change your telephone number or your email address and they cannot get a hold of you any other way. Right. Other than in the old-fashioned snail mail. So I think being on top of knowing when your renewal is on your mortgage, very important. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you, we certainly reach out to our clients via mail, email, SMS, telephone. We will literally send a carrier pigeon to you if we need to. Yeah. But people still change their contact information. Yeah. It would shock you. It would shock you how often people change their telephone number and their email. Literally, there is no way for me to get a hold of you unless you open your mail. Yeah. And some people don't open their mail either. Yeah. yeah. I guess the only advantage would be to renew without uh, any type of uh, changes as if you didn't have a job, right? <laughs> I think, would... you know, if you've had credit challenges yeah. or if you're if you're unemployed, right. sometimes you can't make a change. Right. But even if you've had credit challenges, there's so many lenders that will deal with people that have had challenged credit in the past. Right. And sometimes that renewal, that's the best time to deal with that. You know, do a refinance, get it cleaned up. But I think at renewal, it's certainly time that you should at least review your situation. One, there is a wide range of where the pricing is in terms of rates. Your existing lender likely is not going to be the lowest in the marketplace. And I'm not saying it's all about price, but price plays a factor. And some lenders are as much as 1% higher than other lenders. Mm -hmm. So I think shopping around, at least calling an unbiased mortgage professional to be like, okay, I got my renewal. This is what they're offering me. I'm saying nine times out of 10, we can do better. Lenders are typically not the most aggressive on renewal offers. And you would think they would want to give you a very aggressive renewal to retain your business, but it is some friction to change your mortgage over. Like what I said, sometimes it takes five hours for me to do this between you know me updating your application, getting some documents, getting an approval, getting some documents signed. But that five hours sometimes can mean $5,000. Sometimes it can mean $20,000. It depends on how much the discount is going to be in terms of the rate. And sometimes I change people's setup. Sometimes there's home equity lines of credit involved. Sometimes we are doing a refinance. Sometimes we're extending people's amortization. Changes at maturity are free because you're a free agent at that point. So typically making those changes, except for things like maybe an appraisal or registration cost, but you're not paying a penalty to your existing lender to make a change. So it really is important to at least ask the question, just don't go in blindly and renew. I, I see it because sometimes that people call me after renewal to be like, I renewed with this lender, but I really don't think I should have done this. What can we do? Well, we can do something, but it's going to cost you a couple bucks to do it. Yeah. 
right? And if you would have just called me, you know, four months prior or yeah. six months prior, it would have been a lot easier to, you know, help you. Yeah. Some people avoid though. Yeah, a lot of people avoid, it. and a lot of people mm-hmm. are so traditional, like you said, because they've had. I mean, I know my parents, for goodness sakes, they they had they were Scotia Bank customers forever. That's where they did all their banking. And all I'm sure I've mortgage. said it on the show before. Scotia Bank is a great partner of ours, so we're yeah. not discounting no, anything with no. them. But you know, the bank lenders overall, their appetite has lessened. For mortgages oh, yeah. the last three years because they've done just so much more volume than they thought they were going to. Right. But not every lender has the same appetite. Some lenders have a much bigger appetite than others. So I think it's just really important to at least ask the question. So if somebody is thinking uh, that they'd like to potentially shop it around, which is a good reason, a good idea, come to somebody like you. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that they can do beforehand in order to expedite the process, speed things up, right? Be prepared. Have your documents together. So like have your income documents from the last two years together. Have your mortgage statement from your last year. So your 2022 annual mortgage statement and have your most recent property tax bill. So property tax bill, mortgage statement, income documents from the last two years, you're then good to go. It makes our job a lot easier. That's all they need for that first meeting? Yeah, that's all they need. And then we'll get a consent. We'll give some recommendation. You know, I'll ask about assets. So I ask about, you know, vehicles, you know, savings, investments, our RSPs, we get that information in there, but we don't necessarily need confirmation of the documents. Right. We're just asking you to be like, okay, tell me about your assets. Yeah. What about proof of income? Well, I think that's your income documents in the last yeah, two income, years. Yeah. So, you know, if you're employed and you've been with the same employer the last couple of years, typically we'll ask for your most recent pay stub and maybe the last two years of your T4s. Right. If you've started a new job, maybe we'll get in a letter from that employer and a, and, a, and a job letter. If you're self-employed, we'll get the last two years of your tax returns. Everybody's situation is a little bit different, but we right. send kind of like an initial list yeah. and then it's pick your own adventure, depending on like what your situation is. Right. So do you feel confident that once you have somebody pre-approved with that document that you have, that that deal will get funded, that underwriting will get funded? Yeah. I have an approval, like 99% of my files. Oh, is that right? Fund. Yeah. Yeah. Typically we, you know, are opening to files to approval. You know, we include pre-approvals in there and everything. Like I'm, yeah. I'm funding like 50% of the files that I open. Yeah. And of the files that I submit, like 99 are approved because yeah. I don't submit the file unless I know it's going to be approved. Right. There's always going to be nuances that I'm not aware of, though. Yeah. So that's why there's the 1%. Yeah. But I get a lot of my files approved because yeah. I do a lot of my due diligence up front and I don't even submit it if it's not going to work. Do some people do it otherwise? I'm not saying other mortgage brokers do it a different way, but I think different lenders do it different ways. Like some lenders like to throw something at the wall and see if it's going to stick. I know what's going to stick after 5,000 files. I know what's going to stick. And we're also doing enough volume that if I need someone to like really do me a solid and get a file approved that I need right. approved, yeah. chances are they're going to pull. Right. They're going to pull through for us. Yeah. Anything moved on the stress test? That the, Those goalposts. No changes. But the interesting yeah. thing that we're seeing reported to the federal government, so let's just touch on this quickly. They've talked that they're going to allow lenders to extend clients' amortizations, right. potentially to infinity. Is that going to happen or not? I'm what do you not mean sure. Infinity, forty so, years potentially. Yeah, the federal government did release earlier that these lenders that have a variable rate that have a fixed payment. Right. We haven't really talked about it this much this show that they're going to allow those lenders to bring it back from infinity back to forty years. It's really important to think about this at renewal because let's say you had a very very low variable rate and you had a mortgage payment that did not change and you have not hit your trigger yet, mm-hmm. you could be up to like a 99-year, 100-year, 200-year amortization type right. thing. Yeah. But when that mortgage comes up for renewal, 
the amortization then maybe need to come back into line. That can be really problematic for people. So I think the federal government and the banks, they're working together to try to keep Canadians in their home. We know homeownership is part of that Canadian dream. And I think, you know, seeking the advice is important. Well, a lot of great information as always, and we've come to come to a wrap of another show. But before we wrap things up, how do people get a hold of you? You know, check us out online at teamclinton.ca slash radio. Lots of great information. We have hundreds and hundreds of blog posts on there. We have rates on there. And, you know, we've lots of great information. You can also visit our our homeownership guide. You can click rate in from our website and you can download a copy or we'll send it one to you in the mail. You can also check out our show. We're on social media. Mm-hmm. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. And uh, we're, we're on the City News website. So you can certainly listen to us any which way you want. And you can also read everything we have to say if you don't want to hear us speaking anymore. Always a great pleasure, Clinton. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Todd. That's Clinton Mulkins, myself, Todd Vino, Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership. Thanks for listening. If you've liked what you've heard and you want to learn more, feel free to visit us online at teamclinton.ca.